0: Welcome to Evolution in Controls, I'm your host Tim Wilson, thank you for joining us. The pursuit of efficiency is both relentless and rewarding. Engineers study, design, and then redesign to create components, systems, and applications that meet ever-exacting standards. Every component designed holds the potential to revolutionize the machines we rely on every day. While improving efficiency in a machine can be a significant challenge. The solution often lies in a small component. Think about hydraulics and its role as a power source in mobile machinery. The technology has been in use for decades, and yet components are still being developed to improve their efficiency and enhance their capability. Even a minor change to a component can have system-wide impact and lead to significant improvements in performance and efficiency. HYDAC's innovative hydraulic solutions showcase the power and versatility of small hydraulic components in skid steer attachments. Each attachment has its own requirements and specifications to meet while it also must seamlessly integrate into skid steers. With the right expert hydraulic design and support, skid steer attachments can reach new levels of energy efficiency, ease of use and performance. To help us further explore the role of hydraulic components in skid steer attachments is Mr. Craig Boswinkle, product manager at Hydac. Also joining us is Mr. Chris Carlson, technical sales for Morell. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Chris, let's start with you. How long have you been with Morell? What do you do? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the technical sales representative uh,
1: serving Minnesota and North Dakota. I've been with Morell for about a year, uh, but I've been in the hydraulics industry for almost 10 years.
0: Okay. Greg, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, a little bit about Hydac.
2: Sure. Uh, I've been with Hydac about 11 years now and in the hydraulics industry for about 20. When I started on with Hydac, I was application engineer in the sales group, and then today I'm product manager for our cartridge valve division.
0: Okay. We're at the cartridge valve division headquarters today, correct? That's right. Yep. Um, in my introduction, I talked about small hydraulic components in skid steer attachments. I assume cartridge valves are the small hydraulic components we're talking about?
2: Yeah, they play a big role on the, the attachment to control whatever functions are uh, either spinning or, or moving in some way. Yep.
0: So an attachment, a skid steer attachment, they, uh, they plug into a skid steer, correct? What, what kind of functions do these attachments perform? What do they do?
2: Yeah, there's a, a really wide range of attachments available on the market. You've got some really basic stuff that is uh, maybe just a set of forks, doesn't have any moving parts to it, and then you could have a broom or, you know, for street sweeping, things like that, snow blowers, stump grinders, mulchers, cold planers. There's a huge list of skid steer attachments and it keeps growing, you know, the, the that market just keeps filling in niches. Yeah.
0: Chris, you're calling on those OEMs—the the OEMs that make those attachments, right? Correct. Tell me a little bit about them as a company. Are they are they big companies? Are they small companies? Do they do other things? Tell me a little about them. Of course,
1: there's there's a, there's definitely big companies, but I'd say there's a lot more smaller companies that started out making forks, like you mentioned, or just spears for for picking up hay bales, and now are moving towards the attachments that require some sort of hydraulics. Um, as they do that. We are here to help them with the entire system, as many of them don't have as much experience in hydraulics, especially as we do, right?
0: Well, let's talk about that for a second. So um, we've got small hydraulic component. We've got cartridge valve technology. Some of them are already using cartridge valve technology, I assume. What do we, what do we offer them when we bring our products in? Craig, what, what do we talk about when they come in or when Chris brings them in? Usually it starts with a trying to get a good understanding of what they're
2: trying to do. So what what's the end goal of what you're trying to accomplish? And then from there, we can kind of back up and figure out what's the most efficient way to do that from a valve selection standpoint and a manifold layout standpoint and uh, kind of all the pieces that need to come together to accomplish that.
0: So it's not just simply, oh, you buy this, let me cross it over. We're actually talking to the- talking to them about what kind of problem they're wanting to solve, yes?
2: There's definitely some similarities between solutions, but uh, for each application, usually there's a little bit that we need to change. And then for some applications that, especially the new stuff that keeps coming in, it's almost a clean slate where you need to start from from scratch.
0: What sets the HIDAC product apart? When we talk to, when you bring an OEM in or you go to an OEM, what do you talk to them about in terms of the cartridge valves offering from Hydac,
1: yeah, I think from the
0: morale side, it's a, it's a whole system level approach. We want to come
1: in and and work together to help them with the motor, with the with the manifold being a HIDAC. motor because something yep. is rotating. Absolutely, and you know, working with Hydac to bolt a custom manifold to that motor with the functions that they want on it in a nice small package. You know, reducing components, reducing cost, improving efficiencies and performance. And Hydac does a great job. Uh, being competitive and ultra-responsive with, with
0: great components. What's the technology? Greg? I mean, tell, tell me about the valves that, that you're offering. What makes them different?
2: So we have a, a very wide range of cartridge valves. One of the things interesting and challenging about skid steers is you've got one main flow source coming from the machine, and then on the attachment you have to divide that up for all the functions that you've got. So. Usually there's one main function that requires high flow, 30, 40, 50 gallons a minute, and then you're going to have several auxiliary functions that are going to be low flow, one, two, three gallons a minute. Our product range happens to have the big stuff that's really good at sending flow to the high flow function and doing it in a way that doesn't create heat by minimizing pressure drop. And then we also have our size six line of cartridge valves, which are made here in Chicago and unique to Hydac. Those are targeted at low flow functions, perfect for the one, two, three gallon a minute functions you find on a lot of the auxiliary requirements for the attachment.
0: So using a size six, did you say? Yep. Using a size six valve for low flow is a cost effective means. There's nothing wrong with running one GPM through a size 16 valve, is there? You're going to end up paying for a larger valve
2: than you need. Uh, What we find is that the most the biggest part of the savings is that you can put it into a more compact manifold the material that you need for the manifold now becomes smaller the machining requirements are reduced so beyond just the valve itself the packaging opens up a lot of different opportunities
0: the space to mount a manifold is probably at a premium for an attachment right they don't want to they don't want to give up a lot of space it makes the attachment smaller or can be smaller for that yep so- I
2: mean it's not unique to attachments we find that Pretty much across all platforms that we work on, but uh, for sure the smaller manifold is, is a benefit. Yeah.
0: What challenge, Chris? What what challenges do the OEM attachment OEMs? What challenges do they face in adopting this technology? Do, are they are they able to design their own solutions, or is that something that you find that you have to help them with? Yeah, we'd love to help them with all that, uh, especially the hydraulic side, control
1: side, motors. Um, work with them as a whole system level, start from the beginning, work with them to the end, help them test and validate it. Um, and and it's definitely something that they're open to, as a lot of these shops are shorthanded on engineers and resources, um, and, and they're very, very busy. So as much as they'd
0: let us help them, we'll be there. Craig, h- how is technology changing the attachment marketplace? I mean, cartridge technology has been around for a while, and they're, they're all, they can be electrical or they are electrical in nature with the solenoids to turn them on and off. And, but is technology changing how the cartridge valves are communicated to?
2: Yeah, for sure. So one of the limitations of a skid steer in, in the past was mm-hmm. that you really only had six outputs that you could work with. So in, in the cab, you've electrical got... Electrical outputs? Exactly. So okay. on the joysticks, you've got three toggle switches up, down, left, right. Those are going to send power to a valve and that's how attachments were for a long time and to add functionality beyond that the manufacturers are going to a CAN bus system where now instead of sending discrete outputs to the attachment they're communicating it communicating with it over a CAN bus network which opens up more opportunities to have more functions on your attachment.
0: So the the attachment has to have the ability to communicate via CAN bus.
2: That's right. So that means that on the attachment, you're going to have to have a controller that can receive those messages, understand what the messages are for, and turn on corresponding valves. Uh, It also opens up the opportunity to bring sensor inputs back into the controller. So now you can add some smarts to an attachment and gather information that you couldn't do before.
0: You mean get the status of how or what the attachment is doing? Like, is it force, uh, speed, uh, pressure, things like that? Yep,
2: all those things. You can have pressure transmitters, flow gauges, distance sensors, speed sensors. All those things can help the controller make decisions on uh, limiting horsepower or things like that where you, you, if you don't have that information, uh, you, you can't make those decisions.
0: Chris, as you call on these OEMs, is that, is that an area where you find that you, you're working with them and helping them on? On, on this information?
1: Absolutely this is a this is definitely a, a new hurdle that they have to work with and, and work around um, if they want to be able to provide attachments for all OEM skid steers right as the new OEM skid steers are going that way too, can so definitely something they need help with and it's definitely something we can help them with.
0: In my introduction I talked about uh, expert design and support Morell and HIDEC, we work together as a team to provide that support. Is that is that correct?
1: Yeah, we both have solid engineering groups, uh, definitely a resource. You know, We're going to be there from the, the beginning of the design phase to the day you bring it to the field to test it to make sure it's validated and it is, it's doing what we said it's going to do.
0: Craig, as you look at technology and the, the advancement in technology, you already talked about CAN bus. I'm, I'm guessing that when these OEMs, they first designed the machine, they weren't designing it thinking about having a CAN bus control their attachment, but technology changes change that. What changes or what effects do you see it having on the products that, that you're offering and that as a team that Morel and HIDAC is supplying?
2: So I, I think the solutions that we've offered up until now have grown with the market and moving into the future, they're going to continue to do that. We we see that the attachment market is getting smarter and things like having operator assist functions and even telemetry and cellular connectivity, those are things that we see coming in the future and uh, they're they're things that we have technology in place for to uh, help solve.
0: The the skid steer OEMs, the, the OEMs that make the skid steers, they're having technology change their equipment, so that's driving the... Attachment OEMs, that's driving them to adapt and adopt new technology on their equipment. Five years down the road, what do we see as being different? What do we think is going to happen to the attachment OEMs and to the product line and what we supply both of them? I think we're going to start to see a lot more controllers mounted on attachments.
2: I think we're going to start to see a lot more uh, intelligence built into it and the operator assist functions like a horsepower limit or an auto grade function, things like that where you can have a a newer operator start to be productive on day one and increase the efficiencies of your machine. I think things like that are going to become the focus of the attachment manufacturers.
0: Chris, are you concerned that the OEMs are going to not need you as much or not look to you as much, or do you think this technology change is going to actually drive them towards you more? Yeah, I think it's going to drive them towards us more
1: because we're going to have that experience, the knowledge um, to keep pushing that envelope. As the skid steer OEMs push it, the attachments are going to have to follow.
0: I'd like to see what the future looks like. I'd like to see five years down the road what the, the technology changes, how prevalent it will be in the attachments. Maybe we should have you come back and we'll talk about it again in the future to see, okay, Five years ago, this is what we predicted. Let's see how it happens. Willing to do that?
2: Yeah, sounds great.
0: Okay. Guys, Craig, Chris, thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Tim.
0: To learn more about Hydac, their products, solutions, and markets, visit hydac.com. To learn more about Morel and their systems and solutions, visit morel-group.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution in Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Tim Wilson and remember, keep moving.